0: Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply.
1: Uh, Tom Brady brought to you on this show today by Northeast Electrical Distributors, New England Honda dealers, driven by the award-winning 2019 Honda CRV, the Mass General Cancer Center, everyday amazing, and also brought to you by Northeast Men's Clinic, specializing exclusively in the sexual health of men. And uh good morning Tom Brady.
2: Hi Greg, good morning. How you doing, man?
1: Well, I'm doing great. We're here at Fenway for this uh, amazing event and I know that you've had the opportunity in the past to uh be a part of this and and I thank you for uh for calling in this morning and I I think one of the um, we were talking earlier about Boston and the uniqueness of the community when it comes to charitable giving. And I think that um, the same is true when it comes to our athletes. I know that um, that you're somebody, and, and your teammates are, are uh, have always been guys who who uh, make the effort to go and, and visit those who are fighting not only cancer but other things. And um, it's really kind of a, a unique thing, I think, in this city.
2: Yeah, it's been pretty great over the years. Um, you know, ever since I got here, I think being a you know being a part of you know, a a winning football team, but also being a part of a community that, um, you know, really gives back and, you know, tries to do things in the community to make it a better place. And our team has always really rallied around those things. I can think of so many great examples of guys who have spent, you know, all their off days over the course of the season, either building schools or, you know, visiting hospitals or, um, you know, trying to make someone's day. So this is, a really cool thing that Wei has done for a long time, and being a part of this, um, you know, really special day is is something pretty cool. So hopefully, you guys can raise a lot of money. That's always the goal of these things, and uh, you know, it, it goes to a lot of people who really need the help.
1: Well, I think Dana Farber also does amazing work with families, and and that's something that you can speak to a little bit um, Tom is how difficult it is when a family member is fighting cancer.
2: Absolutely. And I think all of us are affected in one way or another, uh, through our families or through friends or close relationships of people who, you know, are fighting, uh, you know, a really tough daily battle. And, you know, I know in our family, it's, uh, not just my mom, obviously who everyone kind of knows about. Um, and she's doing great now. Um, but it's, you know, it's something that she lives with as a, you know, as a cancer survivor and, you know, my uncle, the same thing. Um, so it it's definitely touched our lives and I'm very cognizant of, you know, how fragile, um, you know, it is, you know, you kind of live month to month or sometimes week to week or day to day. It's, it's a, it's, it's a, uh, it's a very challenging thing that families face and, um, you know, hopefully money raised can go to provide you know support for for families in need
1: well over the 17 year history of this event over 50 million dollars has been donated to the jimmy fund and the dana farber cancer institute it's um it's something that i think is unique when it comes to this city and and i certainly thank you for joining us this morning and for encouraging everybody to donate i will say that i'm over the last 24 hours i've been a, a little worried about you tom
2: explain you shouldn't i don't think anyone should ever worry about tom brady so you you okay. certainly shouldn't i wouldn't waste your time
1: well i feel like you may be comfort eating like i i feel like <laughs> um i feel like the stress of, well, i don't know if it's the stress of the the off season the contract or whatever but explain. I, tell uh, me well i mean we see this report that you sat down uh and devoured like a large meat eaters pizza in in nashville oh really yeah i mean (laughs) i mean is it are are you are you i mean are you do you need to uh, emotionally like do you need to eat i mean i i mean
2: i I know i'm not i'm not much of an emotional leader and uh (laughs) it was nice i kind of eat for for uh you know, try to keep my performance good. So I actually <laughs> did have a great time. We had a good week in Nashville. That did look like one of your meals, though, Hillman, Man. <laughs> oh, kind of what I was devouring nice. down there in, in, yeah. uh, in Nashville. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Tom, Greg has actually switched to the cauliflower crust now. <laughs>
2: Has he really? No, no. He? that's good. Get your vegetables in while you can, and a little. I think you can kind of hit all the food groups if you have a little meat, if you have some vegetables, and some grains. That would be pretty good.
1: Um, who paid? That's what, When, when, in a scenario like that, I always wonder who who picks up the check.
2: I kind of always pay for everything. That's kind of the way it works in my friends and family. So I take care of everything. It was great. My friend, um, my friend owns the the. Uh, the pizza house and he's got quite a few of them around the south and uh he's been a good friend of mine from from boston for a long time and uh you know i just wanted to stop in and see him and, and brought a few guys with me so we had a great time
1: were you surprised that you that you didn't end up playing on saturday night
2: you know like i said last week i mean i just i prepared to play and then whatever coach decides he decides so um you know that's what he chose and you know, you just roll with it. So I played a lot of football over the years and feel like I'm in a good place. Um, you know, this time of camp, I've obviously got work to do. We still have, I guess, how many weeks? Two and a half weeks before the season starts. And there's still a lot of practice that needs to happen. And, um, you know, we're going into practice today. It's been pretty hot and uh, we're getting a lot of good work in. So when my number's called, I'll be ready.
1: When did you, Tom? When did you find out uh, about Josh Gordon being reinstated?
2: At the same time that everyone else did. Um, that's kind of the way you know it works in the NFL. There's not a lot of information that comes out. Um. So you know it's 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 a uh, you know obviously everyone's excited to have him back and we're just taking it day to day.
1: There were a uh, report this week that um, you and um, Giselle were taking Josh out to dinner and that you kind of um, recognized that, that you wanted to kind of make him feel at home here. Um, and, you know, I, I wanted to find out a, a little bit from your perspective about uh, kind of how you feel as a leader with somebody like Josh and kind of what what he's gone through, kind of um, your perspective on how you how you lead a guy like that.
2: Well, yeah, you know, I... In general, I, you know, I've had a great relationship with a, a lot of the guys, you know, almost every single guy I've ever played with. And, um, you know, relationships are two way streets and that's, that's part of what makes, you know, a real healthy relationship. I've had, you know, a quarterback receiver relationship, whether it's when Julian or Troy Brown or Wes or Randy, um, you know, we talk a lot, we communicate a lot. And, um, you know, you just you you want to see everybody that you work with and play with be the best they can be, and you try to support and empower the best way you can. And um, you know, it's different for everybody. Everybody comes from different places, and um, you know, you just I always just try to do the best I can do, and um, you know, it's it's served our team well over a long period of time. And um, you know, every player who comes in wants to contribute and. Wants to do the right thing and, and, uh, you know, I, I think that this current team is made up of guys who, you know, really have worked hard and really put the team first. And, you know, we want to go out there and we want to perform well for our team and for our city, for our fans, for our family. And I don't, I don't see anything different this year than that.
1: Tom, I don't know if you know this or not, but there's always a lot of speculation on sports radio. Do you Do you know that we spend a really? lot of time? Yeah, we yeah we spend a lot of time speculating a, about things. So in uh,
2: hypotheticals and stuff. If you have I, I, a lot yes. of time to talk, you uh, need to fill that space with a lot of different hypotheticals. Yes, correct. And then I think you rally around different hypotheticals. So it's not so much of what actually happened, but what the really exciting things that could happen, whether things. Do well or fall apart. So I can understand Correct. how that could be a very enjoyable part of your job. Correct. Uh, I have very exciting things about my job, too. So Yes. So I'm glad we of, both love our job.
1: We do. We do. We absolutely do. Yeah. Uh, one of those things uh, that some on this program, like, for instance, Ken Fake Take Laird may have been speculating about uh, last week, um, is um, <laughs> that you and Mike Vrabel looked very chummy. And certainly, I mean that's a guy that's a guy that you played with. Um, I mean, uh, you know, there's some who say, "Hey, Tom Brady is he's down there, he's chirping, he's he's uh, he's buying trophies for Mike Vrabel." Um, You know, is Tom Brady looking at the future and saying, "Hey, you know, Mike Vrabel, maybe maybe a a great coach and a guy that I would like to someday be playing with."
2: That's very flattering. That's very (laughs) (laughs) flattering. Ken, Ken, do you want (laughs) to weigh in
1: on this? Ken, Ken, do you want to, Ken? You want to weigh in on this? Well,
2: Greg
3: said it. Well, I I just thought th- there was a budding romance there.
2: A budding romance. I've known him for like 19 years. He's been <laughs> On a lot of my derby trips. Um. You know, he's been a great friend, and I think we've we were back and forth for 19 years. So I don't think that things changed much. You know, he went to Ohio State. I've known him since 1995. So we go back a long ways. I don't think there's there's much budding.
1: Um, <laughs> um what he's, what,
2: he's what a great is it, coach and he's doing a good job.
1: What is Tom, what is it about uh Mike that, that you think has uh made him very quickly um uh, become a successful head coach?
2: I think you know the same attributes that made him a great player. I mean he's very well prepared, um hardworking, tough, um, sets so a great example, um, no excuses. I mean, Mike, when I played with Mike, you know, he never You know, every day was competition, and he played scout team. He played scout team safety. Um, He was just the ultimate competitor, and we had a lot of guys at that time and still do, you know, but guys like Rodney, Willie, Teddy, um, Ty Law, you know, they set the tone every day. And I think that's, that's what makes a great leader is consistency and, you know, showing up to work and holding people accountable, whether you're a player or whether you're a coach. And you know those things definitely can carry over. There's been a lot of successful um, players that have become coaches, and um, you know Mike's Mike's obviously off to a great start in his coaching career, being a head coach at his age, and he's a great leader of men.
1: Was it? Speaking of speculation, was it you? By the or... way, that's
2: as many nice things as I've ever said about Mike <laughs> in a period of time. And I'm sure he'll be somewhat taken back by all those compliments, and he'll probably realize there's a lot of uh, inside negative things that I'll be saying about him shortly. So He should count on those.
1: Well, I mean, you were swearing at him like a sailor on the. Uh, we, we saw really? that. Uh, well, yeah, I mean, I mean, I mean, at least once or twice. I mean, I heard a couple. I heard a couple bad words in
2: there, Tom. Well, we had football. We never swear at football practice. So that's totally out of the realm of what I would usually say. There's, there's no bad word in football <laughs>
1: um, are you you think you're going to play Thursday night you hope you're going to play Thursday night
2: yeah, I hope so I hope so um, you know again I'm, I'm trying to we had a practice yesterday we got practice today and then we'll see what coach decides but um, I hope to be out there we'll see what happens
1: I suppose it depends on how much pizza you eat this week
2: I was carb loading I thought I was going <laughs>
1: <laughs> All right, now um, Tom, I want to ask you. Last week, uh, we allowed uh, Fitzy to ask the uh, Foxborough fanboy question of the week about uh, what was your favorite pass, um, and yep. some uh, some speculation about whether you liked that question, you didn't like that question. I mean, can you weigh in on uh, for me on a, for a minute about whether you, I, you
2: you liked it? I liked it. Yeah, it was nice to reflect back on some of those some of those moments. Um, right. There were some good ones.
1: Well, uh, I'm going to go ahead and allow Nick to ask one today before you go, then
2: Tom. Okay. Hey, hey Tom.
1: Sure. Hey. Uh, how you doing? I, I, how you
3: doing, buddy? <laughs> He's going to die. This hey, last so... week I got a. <laughs> let's <laughs> go, Nick, baby. <laughs> that made my uh... week, man. Oh God. <laughs> uh, so, I also forgot to mention last week in the greatest throws, the 2004 AFC title game uh, <laughs> touchdown to Branch in the first quarter. Great throw, right?
2: Yeah, that that was pretty. That was a that was a great throw. Yep.
3: And and Greg, most people don't <laughs> and know. A great he was route a med- and a great catch. Uh, Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, it was. And he was uh, in bed the night before with the flu and still uh, rang up that uh, AFC (laughs) championship dime. So there you go. uh, uh Uh, Tom, this week I wanted to. So on the on the idea that you were chirping with Vrabel a little bit, having a good back and forth. We'd heard guys like Vrabel and Rodney Harrison, who just got enshrined in the Patriots Hall of Fame, were great trash talkers. And you guys had great chirpy back and forths. And you've, yeah. you've been super emotional on the field with a lot of players before. I kind of wanted to know, like, who are some of Tom Brady's favorite trash talkers? Who, who did you, who do you love having a back and forth with on field during games, uh, over the last 20
2: years? You know, I don't, there's, there's probably more trash talk that between, like I would say a receiver and a DB because they really line up close to each other on every play. Um, uh, there's not a lot of room for a quarterback to trash talk because, you know, we're mostly in a huddle and we're protected by our offensive line most of the time. It's probably more in practice with the guys that you go against that, you know, you have a relationship with. And I think that's, you know, that's been that way for a long time. A very, um, you know, we have a very competitive practice um, environment. And I think Coach Belichick really encourages us to go out there and compete every day. And I think when you do that, you're trying to emotionally get yourself to a certain level. And I think trash talk is a way to do that. It's kind of a, you know, it can get you to emotional place that can bring your, you know, can really get you, you going. So I've had a lot of practice guy. I mean, Mike obviously was one of the all time best. So was Rodney. Um, Teddy was definitely in that mix. Um, I'd say Gerard Mayo was in that mix quite a bit. And so there was a lot. There's there's been a lot. And it's been it's a great thing about football. You know, that's it's emotional, but it's physical and it's mental and it's spiritual. And I think there's a lot of aspects of the game that you need to be at your very best and the competition brings that out of you.
1: Speaking of Gerard, how interesting is it to you when you look back on twenty years that you have two guys, Gerard and, and Troy Brown two guys that you played with who are now coaching
2: you? I think it's pretty – it's really special, I think, because they were great players and they were great leaders. And, you know, for them to transition and then pass on their knowledge in a different way that um, is, I think, a great advantage to, to the guys on our team. Because, you know, when you have experience, you can convey that experience to A lot of – you know, a lot of teams don't get that type of experience because there's so much – turnover and carry over and you don't see a lot of former players back there in the same offense coaching the same things that they were coached. So I think there's a huge benefit and those guys are great assets to the team because they can, you know, they can hear what is being coached, they can hear, they can see what the players doing, they can give the players different insights. That can they can apply on the field in real time to make the right decision, make the right play. You don't have all the time in the world as a football player to make decisions. These are split-second decisions that need to be made. And if your coaches can help you get to those decisions quicker and you can make the decisions right more often than wrong, you know, it, it's it's a huge benefit to the team. And I think those guys have done a great job doing that. And I love having them around. And, uh, you know, it's it's really been a fun camp having having those guys there.
1: The quarterback question of the week is brought to you by Northeast Men's Clinic, specializing in the sexual health of men. And Nick has it for Tom Brady. So, Tom, you talk often about
3: how everyone there, contracts aside, is day-to-day when you play for the Patriots and you're always competing for your job. News broke last night that Ryan Allen, uh, six years, three Super Bowls, and obviously a huge contributor in Super Bowl 53 was released from the team. Um, how did you find out, and I wanted to see what you, how you felt about that and if you wanted to offer some words.
2: Ryan, you know, I, I, again, I saw it at the same time as everyone else. You know, we're not always up to speed on you know, transactions and so forth. And, you know, it's a lot of difficult decisions that, that are made. And, um, you know, Ryan is an incredible player, still is, and he'll get another great opportunity. And, um, you know, there's a lot of turnover in the league, From year to year, it's very difficult to see teammates go. I think I learned valuable lessons when I was young, like when Lawyer Malloy, who was one of my great friends on the team in 2002, got released. You know, during training camp or 2003, I think it was. Um, You know, during training camp, it's you know, it's you come from college and you think that you're on scholarship with everyone, and the reality is you're not. This is a real professional job. There's 53 competitive spots. And I think the thing you do as a player is you really try to control what you can control. And if you're a great player, you're going to get opportunity because, you know, the league, is it's very competitive. But, you know, if you, you know, there's a, there's a spot on some team if you're a player, you know, who's a great player like Ryan and can contribute. So I think you just have to focus on your performance. You know, that's what I've kind of always fell back on was my ability to play quarterback and I feel like if I do that then I'll have an opportunity to play football and obviously I hope it's here. Um, but that's just, you know, that's that's how you have to, to think about your job.
1: Well just remember too much pizza does not make Tommy fleet of foot. <laughs> so just keep keep that in mind, all right?
2: I'm gonna keep in mind. But look, it worked out. The results worked spoke for themselves. So we had to come from behind win and I don't want to say it all relates to DeSano's pizza, but I would say that for, you know, it, it wasn't mean, a bad outcome.
1: I feel like, honestly, I feel like you got comped. The amount of times that you've mentioned this guy, I feel like you got a comp meal down there, Tom.
2: I think I should. I didn't, though. I paid. I paid. As a minority
0: owner
1: now.
2: So I'm very happy oh to pay. Uh, the takeaway from this, Greg. Pay.
3: The takeaway from this is we need
1: more trash talk and more pizza in our lives. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right. Well, listen, thanks for some of that. uh, (laughs) Thanks for, uh, thanks for joining us. We'll talk to you next week. And, um, and I really appreciate you uh, doing it today. Um, so that we could get you to talk a little bit about this incredible event, which is the WEI Nesson Jimmy Fund Radio Telethon. So thanks for being on this morning, Tom.
2: Absolutely. Good luck. Enjoy. Take care. All
1: right. There's Tom Brady.